0: Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Mondays with Marketing. Uh, today, I have April Wilhelm with us once again, and we will be discussing building a hashtag strategy for Instagram. Uh, this seemed to be super popular when we kind of briefly talked about it at the tail end of the last episode, and so we decided that we're going to do um, a full episode on just you know the do's and don'ts of building your hashtag strategy, what to look for, what not to look for, Do's and don'ts, everything like that. And I believe, yes, we got April on now. Hello, April. Thank you for coming on.
1: Hi, guys. And I just want to mention to everyone who's on that please stay till the end because I have something really special to give all of you guys that's going to really make an impact after you learn the strategy and the information that we're going to provide for you today. So remember to stay till the end.
0: Yep. Yeah, we got a couple things we're giving away. Super excited for that. And then um, just a little bit of uh, housekeeping. The rest of this month, we are going to be focusing on different things that have to do with Instagram. So um, kind of stay tuned for future episodes if you want to get a full scope of just, you know, how to better run your Instagram, how to um, get more growth. Everything that has to do with it, we're going to be covering it during the month of July. So let's jump into this here. So is your current hashtag, hashtag strategy working for you? Um, for most of us, the answer is probably somewhere in between yes and no. We're going to be covering a handful of things today, including you know how many hashtags should you be using. We're going to keep that one much briefer than last time. This that alone is again something that we know we can discuss and debate for hours on end. But we're going to uh, just kind of briefly go over some um, basic kind of things on that. We're going to talk about uh, where you should be putting your hashtags um, when you post. And then ultimately how to choose which hashtags you want to uh, use and incorporate. You know How to decide which to use. Uh, if you should be using the most popular ones or less popular ones or some sort of mix. Um, what you should be looking for as far as hashtag post volume. And then the last thing to get into is um, how you should be formatting your hashtags. So jumping on in, this is kind of a brief recap at the end of last episode with how many hashtags should you be using. Again, hashtag allow, Instagram allows you to use up to 30 hashtags per post, and how many of those you use and where you put them ultimately is up to you. Um, you can put them in various places as we'll get into. Um, you could use one hashtag, you could use 30 hashtags, you could use 15, Instagram kind of says using at least five to seven, that's kind of their sweet spot. Um, April and I both have kind of differing opinions on kind of exactly how many ultimately to use, but the bottom line is it really just depends on the content you're posting, the size of your brand, and what your ultimate goals are with your brand. April, anything on that?
1: No, a thousand percent, and there's no right answer for everyone. If I could give you guys one specific answer that's going to positively affect all of you. I would, but that's just not the case when it comes to social media. When it comes to marketing in general, there isn't one right way to do things. So a lot of times it's just about actually testing, understanding your numbers, your metrics, and knowing what's working for you. And just know that what could be working for you for the past year might not work for you tomorrow. So being flexible and understanding the strategy behind why we do things, Um, Is going to help you be able to pivot and be flexible to make those choices day to day as needed to make sure you're still successful um, throughout your time.
0: Yeah, I think the one kind of general consensus within marketing and within social media in general is that there's no, there really is no one size fits all solution to every single problem or every single uh, decision you're going to have to make. It's really kind of, you know, plug and play kind of thing, figuring out what works for you. So one of those things is where do your hashtags go? So there's a couple places that Instagram allows them to go first is within the caption of the post that you are creating. That means, you know, it's part of what everyone sees without having to click on the comments. The other place is within the first section of the comments. We touched on this briefly last week where, um, that you can put them in the comments, and that a long time ago Instagram there's this kind of loophole that they weren't really oh no that they weren't aware of it but just didn't have a solution for was that people were putting you know 30 hashtags in the caption and then another 30 hashtags in the body in the first comment giving them 60 hashtags. Now Instagram has kind of gotten rid of that. It's no matter where you put them, 30 total. You could put 20 in the caption, 10 in the comment, vice versa. You could put one in the caption, 29 in the comment, whatever you want. Um, the important thing is that as the creator of that content, you're the only person who's, if you put hashtags in the comment, uh, those hashtags will be searchable. So if April posted something on her Instagram and then I went and made a comment on it, and then my comment included hashtag, that hashtag is not gonna be searchable. It's not gonna, uh, well, it may be searchable, but her post won't necessarily come on that hashtag thread. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, exactly. And again, you guys, it's all about intention and strategy when you make decisions, right? So the reason why we put hashtags on a photo is that it comes up on the discovery page. If someone goes to the search bar and they put in a keyword like realtor, Del Mar, things like that, your post, your content pops up during that. The Great thing that it does come to putting in on the comments is reach, right? That's all it is. It's just for reach and getting more people to come to your profile versus your actual post. So if, you know, I'm a real estate agent and I, you know, only post about real estate information, but I use the hashtag puppy love, right? Or national dog day. And I only have one post about my dog. When people look up that post or look up that hashtag or that keyword and they come to my page, they're going to be highly confused and they're going to take six seconds. It's all it takes for them to be like, nope, this isn't what I was looking for and leave your page, right? So you want to be really, really intentional on where you place certain hashtags and what that strategy is because you could still use that hashtag, but it would be better with that comment. Um, up with the photo of maybe you and your dog that you post once a year specifically for this holiday. So that post itself is easily searchable. People are gonna understand why you used it and maybe follow you from there.
0: Yeah, and that's why you know I kind of, my strategy with it is to split them up between the caption and within that comment section, especially if you're going to be using a lot of hashtags. If, If you're only planning, if your plan is to use five to seven hashtags and that's it no matter what, then you're probably fine putting them all in the caption. However, if you're going to use 10 plus, you know, 20 plus, I know April likes to use all 30. A real good strategy is everything that goes in the caption is going to be the things that are most relevant to that piece of content you're posting. So if you are, you know, you're a San Diego realtor and you're posting um, about this new luxury beachfront property that you have, your hashtags that have to do directly with that property and that kind of listing are going to go right in the caption whereas the body you could use hashtags that are more um wide ranging and that have to do with you so if you have you know, maybe your own slogan um we have um helen up in temecula who has helen is selling uh, that could be a that is a great option to put into the body of or the first comment rather of the post because that's going to allow people to find that that hashtag perhaps and then see the entire uh profile not just a single post Exactly. Right. So now now we get into a oh, couple examples of you know putting hashtags in various spots. This one I know it's probably let's see if I can make this a little bigger. Yeah. Um, this is actually a local barber here in San Diego. Who, um, in this post, uh, he has this regular post um, on the left. Uh, that's the image, and then on the right is his overall caption. You can see uh, there's um, a lot of different words in there um, explaining kind of what it is and what he's um, uh, what he's trying to get, what point he's trying to get across. You know, the benefits of um, a taper. Uh, a tapered neckline on a haircut and all of his his hashtags are right there in the body of the caption so um when you click on you know the view more of the caption you're going to see everything he wrote in it and all of the hashtags I, I didn't count how many are there but there's a bunch of hashtags and then another example and this is one from our own uh social media manager yesi on our instagram for windermere homes and estates On the left, you see that is the kind of San Diego highlight that she did a few weeks back. And then um, underneath it is the full caption where I believe there's one hashtag in there, just hashtag Windermere. And then on the right, that's actually the first comment under the post itself with all the hashtags that she wanted to include in. So separate um, locations. Does it really ultimately matter where you're putting them? No. Um, Again, my kind of general thought is if you're gonna use a lot of hashtags, that comment section is a real good good place to put a good chunk of them and leaving the main post uh, for your kind of more directly, direct relevant hashtags.
1: Um, I'm gonna bring up a comment really quickly. So sorry, we can't see your name. You didn't give us authorization, but your question is, so if you use a hashtag realtor or homes for sale, (coughs) your post will show up when anyone Googles realtor or homes for sale, et cetera. Not Google, but the search bar at the top of Instagram. So if I wanted to search for April, right, it will do a few different things. It will show all of the accounts with the name of April. It will show all of the titles under your name of April. And it will also show me all of the posts, give me the option to look at discovered posts recent or what's hitting the discovery feed. Um, So what's really popular, getting a lot of engagement um, with the hashtag April. So that should be something that you guys keep in mind of how you either set up your account or the type of content that you're putting in. We also have another question. I used open house this weekend expecting it should pop up on the page account, et cetera, but couldn't see it any thought. So you use open house on one post and correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, guys. Um, So what I'm, what I'm reading is you use open house, hashtag open house um, on a content, like a piece, either a video or a photo. And did you use that in your story or did you use that on your feed post? Because that's going to give you two different tractions and you couldn't see it. So what happens is that, um, you would see it. If you went to the search bar, you put in hashtag open house, and it's going to, again, give you those options of, are you looking for somebody with, you know, their username is open house um, is it one of their titles as open house, or is it a uh, like you're trying to find a photo? And then there's two options. So there's either going to be the uh, or it's either going to be the discovery feed, which I'm sure like some of you guys may be on there. But if you have a very small and it's not an engaging post, it will be on the most recent. But you have to realize there's a billion people on Instagram, so you're competing with another billion people who may be posting. With that same hashtag at the same time, so you might have to scroll a bit to see it, but it is there. A yep. uh, story video, so that changes things up. So, story video is all about reach versus um, a search thing. So, if somebody is looking up, you know, is looking at the hashtag story, <clears throat> or, I'm sorry, open house, your stories aren't going to pop up on the search thing, it's all about reach of like, it's going, that story is going to be shown to, or your account is going to be pushed to, you know, um, to someone else who usually looks up that hashtag. So it's all about reach and um, visibility. Less of actually being something that you can go and find right away. Jake, anything else you wanted to add to that? Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's great. Um, and while you're while you're kind of going over that, I did a quick search myself on Instagram of just the hashtag open house, just n- nothing else with it, just open house. And within uh, some one important thing to remember too, and we're we're gonna dive into this a little bit later in the show is um, post volume as of right now, there's over 6.1 million posts on Instagram using the hashtag open house. And on those posts, 15 of them have uh, been posted within the last 15 minutes. It's an average of one a minute. So you can kind of see how quickly um, a post can get lost within the overall grand scheme of things as far as recency goes. So um, one thing I mentioned, um, I'll get into a little bit more later on is, um, you know, there's these high volume ones. It's, not necessarily that you should not use these hashtags, but um, understanding the fact that your post may only be relevant and seen within that category for a mere minutes. Does that make it um, worthless? No, because in those minutes, you could there could be a few people who um, see your post and get directed to you. Um, but ultimately, it's it just has a very short short self shelf life. Um, now something that could have been done is, you know, um, I'm not sure where the open house was, but say the open house was in, um, uh, Rancho Bernardo using Rancho Bernardo open house. Um, that's going to be shown a lot higher, a lot less frequency of posts. Um, it's going to be more likely that you're going to, when you go back to look at that hashtag, you know, and two hours later, you're likely to see it possibly still on top. If there do happen to be a lot of, um, um, uh, open houses that weekend in that area. A lot of different realtors, they could be using that same hashtag, but more than likely, you're still going to be showing up pretty quickly. All right.
1: uh, somebody says they wish this was on Zoom so we can ask questions live. You can ask questions live right now. We're answering questions currently. Just send in a comment. We'll pull you up. Also, guys, remember that we also have the director hot seat. What we do with this Mondays with Marketing is that we stream this to YouTube, uh, to our public page. This is a very um, education-focused training. And then what I do on Fridays is you get to come in with me one-on-one, have a little bit more of an intimacy feel, Only Windermere Agents, and we talk about how do you implement this? And... You get to see it in real live action and I'll be actually bringing people's social media accounts up on Zoom where we are di- you know, uh, dissecting like what's working, what's not working, hashtags and things like that. So what's great is Monday's overall strategy. We put this out to the public and then on Fridays we get more intimate and we go into the how-to and that's where we can actually be a little bit more one-on-one, bring you guys up, show your accounts, etc. But please, please. Ask questions in the comments below, just like everyone else is doing right now, because this is great conversation starters. And I want to make sure that you don't forget your questions and you're getting answered right away.
0: Absolutely. Um, So going forward on here. So research. So this is um, how to decide this, the start of how to decide which hashtags to use. It takes research. That's just the bottom line here. Anything that any kind of strategy you want to try and implement it's going to take some effort and some time to actually build out your strategy and decide what to do and what not to do. And just like with anything else, it starts with research. Um, And just a quick way to find out here, April's already mentioned it, I've mentioned it a little bit, um, within Instagram search bar, so if you just click that little search icon on the Instagram app, whether you're on the phone or on the desktop, um, type in something in in that search bar so for a lot of you it's probably gonna be real estate or San Diego realtor just different things so either one word or short keyword phrases so that way you can see what's turning up for that word um, and then from there you'll click on the tags tab that's located at the top of the screen and then you'll have the option to see basically I'll it'll show you all the t- hashtags that are there. Um, you can also sort by recent, which is um, how I looked for um, the recent open house tags. Um, and then there's a couple other ones as well. I think top, um, things like that. I always suggest doing the search, going right to recent, and then just seeing how many posts are there, um, overall. And not only like the location is where they are as well. So if you're San Diego and like you're looking at most of the hashtags, that are the t- posts that are there are like on East Coast. That may be something that's important to you. Maybe you could see a, a, an opportunity there. Um, and then you know the recency. I mentioned that in the last 15 minutes, there were 15 posts that use the hashtag Open House. Now on the flip side of that, if within the last you know 48 hours there is only three posts that use Open House, then that changes immediately how that hashtag can be used. It could be something that is potentially a lot more useful for you because it's not being used a lot in the recent timeline of things. That makes sense.
1: No, it definitely does guys. And look, market research is important. You need to know who your competitors are. What hashtags are they using? Are they getting high engagement? Um, you got to put on your FBI stalker Mm -hmm. hat. I'm a huge fan of it. It's okay to be <laughs> super weird about it. Like, oh, I don't want to copy. You're not, you're doing good research. You're doing marketing research. And if you need help on that, you can always reach out to the marketing team and be like, Hey, here are my competitors. But I'm, I'm confused of what I, what I'm looking at. Right. Let us help you, you know, understand the analytics and the data for you. But really when it comes to market research, if you don't know what's working, then how do you know what to post? Right. You don't want to be throwing spaghetti on the wall, hoping something sticks and something goes viral. Um, I had a really good friend of mine go viral last month, and she gained 4,000 new followers, right? Huge amount, super excited. But they were like the wrong people following her. There was they. She could not provide any value for them, so it didn't make sense, right? So it's just really being intentional. There are reasons why small <clears throat> brands do so well. Um, it's because they have a specific message and they're using specific keywords and um, they know their research and they know their audience really well. So don't feel like you have to hit the millions of, you know, hashtags that have like a million posts and people are always constantly using that because that may not work in your favor. There is a question if you want to pull it up, Jake, in the comments.
0: Ellen Sue Watkins, she says, is it better to you put the hashtag in the I'm assuming what she means is at the top of the post and at the top of the caption or at the end of the caption. Um, if when you look around Instagram nine times out of 10, you're going to see uh, hashtags used at the very end of the caption or within the first comment, mainly because um, it's just not it. Well, it's it's purpose is to drive traffic of people who are not currently able to see your post. The, bulk of the caption, the top end of that caption is for people who already follow you. So when they're scrolling through, they see a picture and then they could see, um, in most cases, depending on how long it is, at least a preview of what you're saying about that post.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Do you guys look at a post just to read the hashtags? The answer is no, right? It's almost like spammy. Nobody really cares. The reason why we do it is because people put in the search bar those keywords, not because they're reading a caption and they're falling in love with, oh my goodness, she used Valentine's Day for the hashtag. You know what I mean? The only time you really read line to line, word from word and hashtags is when you're doing market research. Um, But I will say, Ellen, if you felt the need to be like, it's my 10 years with Windermere Homes and Estates, or it's my 25th anniversary of becoming a hashtag realtor or hashtag, you know, desert realtor, you could put that in a sentence. I feel like that is very intentional. And that gives people, you know, excitement. Um, But I would use one or two max um, in the entire caption. So again, just be really intentional with it. And know why you're doing it. If you can't explain to me why you're doing it, then don't do it. Does that make sense? (laughs)
0: i had no i i absolutely agree with that um it's a great you know just way to even build something like you know i mentioned earlier helen has her um helen is selling hashtag um so she could easily you know start out a post with um hashtag helen is selling and then go on with the rest If she, so if she just sold a listing in temecula um for instance i know that's kind of her, uh where her main i know that's the office she's out of um so if she were to use that and then go into more about that listing, that's a perfectly great way to use it. It kind of ties in with that uh, caption itself within the sentence, and it makes brings her hashtag, her personal hashtag, up, and, up front and center of you.
1: Exactly. 100%. And um, there's another question. Maybe we'll answer this one, and then we'll head into the next page or the next slide. Sorry. Um, Somebody just says hashtag in the captions is great if you use a scheduling tool, which is completely true. Let me tell you guys back in the day, you guys are dying when I say that. um, But when Instagram was start, when hashtag strategy was really, really big and you did want every single hashtag out there. And before there was a lot of scheduling tools that you could utilize. I had in my phone in the notes, um, all my hashtags. And then what was great is that I would be able just to copy it and then paste it into my post. So if you don't feel the need to dive into a scheduling tool just yet, you can always just do the old school way of just putting all your hashtags, just do them in like sets of 15 or sets of five or sets are 30. Um, just so that it's easy to get to, you can copy, paste and send it off your way. Yep. So, yeah.
0: Very cool. All right. So um, now getting into a little bit of, you know, popular hashtags, what to look for. We touched on this with the open hashtag open house, having over 6.1 million views. Uh, You might be able to see in the example, I know it's kind of small up there. It shows hashtag bakery um, has the, just the straight up hashtag bakery posts. It shows over 13 million posts. Um, But then you see a couple examples below, and this is why uh, Instagram is great. So when you type in a keyword into the Instagram search bar, you can start with, you know, the basic um thing that you are thinking of you know it could be san diego realtor then it's going to show you the hashtag san diego realtor before you even click on anything and then below that it's going to show other options that are similar to the keywords that you're using that have different amounts of posts on it so you can see what other hashtags you could be using to build out your strategy Um, and so that's why you know it for larger brands, they may be able to get away with using hashtag bakery because their stuff might be seen more often, might be more well known, uh, they may be posting a lot and they already have a lot of people following them. Think of you know, sports teams or think of um, music artists is great. Uh, these, p- these profiles have a lot of followers already so they can use some of these other hashtags because they're gonna be seen by a large variety of people no matter what. Um, but for smaller brands or for, you know, oftentimes real estate agents who don't have a ton of followers on there, it having a mix of everything is going to really help you out. So mixing popular hashtags like hashtag real estate is definitely still relevant and important because you do real estate. However, including location-based or um, other niche hashtags like hashtag San Diego real estate, that's where you're gonna start seeing a lot more traction in your um, hashtags and getting more people to discover you.
1: I like to use the staircase method where it's literally, it makes complete sense, but it's very cheesy, so bear with me guys. So when you are walking up a staircase or you are walking down a staircase, it works both ways. The goal is you have a smaller step, then you go to a bigger step all the way through. I would do five um, hashtags that were, you know, 50K and under or any added any personal branded hashtags to that. Um, And then I would go the next step a little bit bigger. So hashtags within 75 to 100,000 and up, up and up until I hit my 30, right? And then by the time I got to the biggest, which is those really popular, you know, 12 million, 11 million, 3.5 million, that would be at the top. Those would be my last five. And it's worked really, really well. It was a very well-known, um, I guess, tactic, right? Strategy. Um, I find that it still works for me to this day. What I do is I like to switch it up from going, um, low to high to high to low, things like that. Um, so either going up the staircase or down the staircase, uh, I, I don't know. I like to say it's because it tricks Instagram. It doesn't know what I'm always doing. Um, it may not be any of that at all, but uh, just don't be afraid to try things and test out different strategies that work for you. But that is a personal strategy of mine that I have found. Yeah. successful.
0: Yeah. Mine is, is, is pretty similar. I mean, I kind of use more of a percentage based thing where if um, regardless of how many hashtags you plan to use, whether it's all 30, whether it's 10, whether it's 20, Um, whatever it may be, Um, use various percentages. So you may want to use, um, you know, or let's call it for an easy number here, it's called 60%. Um, You may want to use one that are not necessarily super high volume, but are very um, good quality hashtags that are searchable and have a good range of um, number of posts within there. And then with the remaining 40%, Maybe you want to use 20% or 30% on ones that are uh, more niche and a little bit closer to um, specifically what you're doing, but may not be, you know, the most, the the first um, search term that comes to mind, really. Um, And then the last 10% or whatever is left in your percentage, that's where you're going to go to use uh, very hyper-focused niche Tag, so you know like hashtag Helen is selling there's uh, not necessarily going to be a lot of people searching directly for Helen is selling but as she grows her audience and grows her brand it's gonna build more traction so if you have like a specialty hashtag that you want to use to describe you that's where that last little uh view will go to April, I think you have something to add. To that.
1: I know. I like how I raised my hand like I'm back in school, like, wait, I have a comment. <laughs> but a thousand percent, all of that is true. And something I want you guys to think about because you guys know I'm really cheesy. Um, just like you tell people, oh, hey, my website is Ellen Watkins Sales Real Estate.com, right? Or my catchy email is SoCalReal at Gmail.com. We always made things that are really catchy so it's easy for people to get to where we want them to go, right? It's the same thing with hashtags, those niche personal hashtags where Helen is, Helen is selling. You know what I mean? It's because we want to be like, oh yeah, I'm a realtor and you know they're on social media. You can actually follow me at Helen is selling on Instagram and oh, you should check out my hashtag, which is the same name, Helen is selling. You can see all these great posts that I, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's all about sending someone specifically where to go to find X, right? You wanna send them to your website, you wanna send them to your email, you wanna send them to your Instagram, you wanna send them to your Instagram posts, right? Specific posts that maybe um, you did You know, a campaign. That's how we do it on like a company level is we create campaigns and we have specific hashtags for those campaigns because then we wanna look back, click that one hashtag and see everything all at once. So if you had a campaign, Ellen, you're right there with the last comment. So maybe you had a garage sale, right? And you had a a catchy tagline and you were like, okay, I want to see, you know, over the last three months, I did three garage sales. I want to see the content that went along with this campaign and look at my numbers. You would be able to just put in that catchy tagline and see everything. So it's a great way to, you know, Send someone to somewhere specific to see something specific. So it's just something to always keep in mind. I always recommend everybody, whether you're a big brand, a small brand, a brand new agent, a big agent, have one personal, very niche to yourself, hashtag, slogan, something like that, because that's what you want people to know by the more consistent or I don't think that's the right English, but the more consistent you are with, uh, with that specific tagline, um, the more people are going to recognize it and know it's you, you know, I bet you, we can think of every brand out there that has a tagline or something specific. And then as soon as we hear it or see it, we, we think about that brand automatically. It's like Apple, right. And um, with Apple products, as soon as you see the silver Apple, which wasn't always silver, if you guys ever go into, uh, Brand research, which I'm sure you won't, just me thing. But um, as soon as you see that apple, you know, you don't think of the fruit, right? You think of the brand, you think of the yep. products. It's the same thing with a hashtag or a tagline. So it's something to keep in your mind when coming up with your strategy and your branding.
0: Absolutely. You know, and that, I mean, think there's so many you could think of, you know, like the, the Nike swoosh. That's something right away. You don't think of it as a check mark. You you recognize that as Nike. Even um, uh, someone's personal brand, Michael Jordan. You see um, hit that little silhouette of him going in for a dunk. You know that those are Jordan shoes, like his shoes. Um, just everything like that. It's it's built to be super recognizable instantly. Um, next, we're going to dive into um, finish off things with formatting. Um, a couple things with formatting. My biggest concern with formatting and thing that I look at is um, readability, not only from the user themselves, but as we get, you know, as we progress year to year, we're in 2022, as much as we, you know, don't want robots or automation to take over the world, automation is a huge thing. I mean, every day I'm driving, I get a text message and my car, through because of Apple CarPlay, it reads the uh, text message to me so that way I can decide if I'm going to respond to it right then and there. Um, People who have maybe um, are either have difficulty reading or like, you know, have eyesight problems or cannot see at all, they're using assistive technology so that way their computers, their phones, everything else, anything that they can't see, the words are being read to them. So how does that apply to hashtags? Well. If your hashtag is more than one word and it's all lowercase, for instance, so say like, you know, it's someone who doesn't have any difficulties uh, reading, they're not using assistive technology, but you're looking at something and it's, you know, hashtag your local San Diego realtor, but all of it's lowercase. It's very difficult um, for the eye to specifically separate each of those words to know what your hashtag really is. Same thing then with a assistive technology. The piece of assistive technology will get to that portion and it's going contri- to either try to pronounce it as one word or it's some- It's not going to come out right. So one thing that I suggest is always using title case within your hashtags. Now, this doesn't mean, you know, um, capitalizing the first word and like adding a period at the end, all p- formatting like that and punctuation. You should never use punctuation with the hashtag. But if you're using anything more than one word, capitalize the first letter of each word, your local San Diego realtor, yours capitalized, locals capitalized, San Diego, all those are capitalized. Uh, And then be consistent. You don't want to have, you know, 20 hashtags and say 12 of them are all lowercase one word and then eight of them have upper and lowercase in it. Pick a strategy and stick with it. Um, again, my, my go-to is always capitalize just because it's gonna be easier to read and you're helping out the, that assistive technology. April.
1: Here's the thing, guys. If it's hard for you to read, don't put it, right? If it's hard for you to say, don't say it. Um, it's just common sense. And you also wanna be, again, intentional. You need to be thinking about what people would be putting into the search bar, right? If if it's really, really long, why are you putting it there, right? Are they really going to search that whole thing? Most people, and I mean, call me out if if you're different, call me out just so I know, guys. But when you go and search something in Google, nine out of 10 times, we're putting in the first three words and thinking it will pop up automatically. That is what your audience is doing. So keep that in the back of your mind when you're creating these. And um, if it's too long or maybe it's a personal branded thing, shorten it. We do, we rock. So WHE rocks um, with the R capitalized. And we do that because Windermere Homes and Estate rocks is very long. So keep that in the back of your mind.
0: Yeah. And another good thing, you know, with a good reason why we don't put out Windermere Homes in the and Estates in a hashtag is the way we stylize it as a company is Windermere Homes. Ampersand and our homes, yeah, ampersand estates. Um the moment you put in that ampersand into a hashtag, or you put in an exclamation point, or you put in you know a space or anything like that, the hashtag's broken. It's no longer one hashtag. Um, and as you can see on the slide here, we have some good examples: hashtag realtor, hashtag San Diego Realtor, bad examples, hashtag rest, ampersand relaxation, or hashtag go padres with an exclamation point. Um, those hashtags are going to end actually as hashtag rest and then and relaxation is going to be like a separate word that doesn't make any sense and isn't connected to it and same thing with Go Padres. you're going to have hashtag gopadres and then there's just going to be an exclamation point so like a, a good way to kind of see if this is happening is if you look at your hashtags before you post it or, or sorry after you post it and you notice that um on a given hashtag most of it is blue indicating that's a highlighted hashtag and then there's like one letter that's white the hashtag is broken something's not working right so you need to go back and edit it and correct a spacing issue or you know replace the character something of that sort to make sure that your hashtags are being used effectively all right so i don't see any other questions and that is the last slide on today's episode now april promised you guys some giveaways some some cool little content stuff um, related to hashtags. So April, what do we got?
1: Okay. So I am a problem solver. Most of you guys know this, right? So what if I could tell you guys, look, here's, I'm not trying to be silly, but what if I could tell you guys, I can save you time, um, where you don't have to figure out, you know, what hashtag to post or niche hashtags or some, you know, help you create hashtags or give you hashtags that are going to be great for you to use that aren't just real estate, open house, things that, you know, other realtors are going to use. Well, that's what I'm providing you today is I have a, we Instagram hashtag bank and in this bank, and I don't know if we can share this so I can go over it. Um, or maybe I'll just go over it next week, but essentially it is hashtags. There's over 500 and it is sectioned by different, um, key things, right? Things that are specific to you. Think of your personal branding, right? Why do people like you? How do they connect with you? And they go from 1 to 10,000, 10 to 20K, 20 to 30K, 30 to 40, all the way up to 100 to 499K and 1 million up, right? So these are great hashtags to mix and use with different um, concepts and themes to help build up that personal branding um, for you. So I have the link here. I'm going to put it in the comments. Um, and you guys should be able to, um, get it. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to click file, make a copy. I'm going to put it here. If you guys have any issues, um, you know, let your AMS know, bother me so I can make sure that it is all fixed for you. So I'm putting in the instructions. So click file, um, click file make copy. Then it's going to copy your own to you so you can make changes. You can highlight the ones that you want to use, test it out, know your numbers, understand what's working, what's not working for you. Guys, you don't know how many times I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it for the rest of at least my life to all of you guys. <laughs> and um, it is now Bump Live in the comments, Instagram, Facebook. I want you guys to utilize this. It's going to be super, super helpful. Dawn, uh, look at the comment above. Um, uh, Don, me, Don, you know, Don's
0: in Facebook. It looks like you put that that comment went to oh no, which all of them, yeah. I was yeah,
1: like, sure. it should have gone to all of you guys. But yeah. if you guys are having any issues, please don't hesitate to reach out. And what's really awesome is that uh Jake is going to post this. Uh Don's got it. Um, Jake is Remember, gonna there post are two it. there are two
0: Facebook pages. So if you don't yeah. see it in the one you're in, it's probably in the other one.
1: Correct. And what's great though, guys, is that we always post a recap. We send you the link to watch this video. Anyways, it's going to be in the comments and it's going to be above. But if you still don't see it, don't worry. Just tag us, say, hey, April can't see it. After this call, I'll go through those comments one by one, send you the link. We're here to support you. We want to save you guys time and energy. You know, that's literally. The basis of my existence is really to make sure you guys are not spending your time on things that you don't need to be spending your time on, right? We want you to feel educated and confident in what you're doing, but we also want to give you tools that are going to save you time and energy so you can do what you do best and then stay in your zone of genius and going out and talking to people and selling homes and getting listings and all that good stuff. So again, I'm going to copy and paste it one more time. And um, if you guys have any questions, concerns, just put it in the chat and we'll take care of it for you guys.
0: Yep. And in addition to that, I'm going to be uh, doing the same thing, copy and pasting a link to a different Google Doc. So that one um, has a it's a huge hashtag bank. This one's a more specific one related to hashtag holidays. And so this isn't going to be, you know, hashtag Valentine's Day or hashtag Merry Christmas. These are hashtag specific holidays. So things like, you know, when you. When people say you know like National Margarita Day, there's a hashtag for that. Um, hashtag National Pizza Day. Hashtag Cheese Lovers Day. These are a collection of different hashtags and it includes the dates and the month that they are in the calendar each year, um, for you to uh, have just to drive up some other content ideas that you could post around those hashtags. So things like National Sibling Day. Um, for you beer lovers out there, National Beer Day was back in April. Um, so I'll post this one as well and I'll make sure that, uh, this one and the one that, uh, April was posting, it's all easy to see and you guys can get it directly from our private Windermere, um, Facebook group. All right. All right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, thank you so much, April, for coming on today, talking hashtag strategy with us. Thank you everyone who tuned in and stayed with us till the end. Remember the rest of the month, we are going to be focusing on other areas of Instagram. And, you know, if you want to go back and listen to this episode or if you missed, uh, we're not able to make it live to any of the episodes. You could uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, on Spotify and on Google podcast to go back and listen to any episode we've done, at least since I've been here this year. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week on Monday's Marketing. Bye.